Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. That's not and now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC. Hey, what is going on, guys? Welcome to another edition of While My Batteries Charge, the podcast. That's a little poke. <laughs> At um, the O Canada the RC podcast, O Canada RC the podcast. Sorry, and uh, yeah, uh, I was on that podcast last week. I believe it was now. I don't know. Time's kind of all rolling together for me right now, but I think it was last week that I was on uh, with Jeff on his podcast and had a good time. Um, RC Amigos was also on there after me. And, uh, yeah, it's a great episode. You should definitely go check it out. Oh, Canada RC, the podcast, uh, where podcasts are sold or not sold, but you know, <laughs> available anyway, uh, today's going to be so much short. We're going to, uh, just want to get some stuff out and, uh, talk about it. And basically I just process through these things. Um, we got kind of a rainy day here and, you know, I just thought eh, this is a great time to sit down and just, uh, talk through some of the new vehicles that are coming out. Uh, the big one, and the one that I think has to be in my stable, is the new Losi Super Baja Ray 2.0, and this thing looks sick. I am loving what Losi has done with the upgrades to this thing. Um, you know, I thought I was going to like the King body, but I've seen so many of the Brenthal ones now that I am totally sold on that uh, variation of the truck. I don't know. There's something about the way the, the design just pops for me. So, um, they've definitely done some upgrades. I think it looks stupid. Awesome. The eight S power that you can put through this thing. Now running that spectrum smart 160 amp ESC with their one six scale, seven fifty KV motor that can handle eight S is insane. So, uh, watching the video, just, I mean, talk about drool fest going on one, that video was shot beautifully. I mean, those guys that put together the, the stuff for, um, for Losi and them out West, especially, uh, running through the desert like that, or the, the, that rocky terrain with all the sand flying in these trucks is just, I mean, it's next level. So, um, very, very impressive video, very impressive looking truck, and so awesome that they had it in the shots with the real deal Brenthal truck as well. Um, so uh, watching that, I was just kind of blown away. And then, um, so I was coming back from a shoot up in Baltimore for work. Um, well, it's contract work, you know, I say for work, but for what I do uh, in video production, and I was contracted to go up and help with a shoot, um, which was awesome. And uh, one of the cool things was Mike Rowe was one of the people there. And he is as cool in person and sounds just the same. I mean, he basically plays himself in the shows. And that was just really cool to see uh, that in person he acts and behaves the same way and is just absolutely brilliant. So that's just a little side note. Um Anyway, I was driving back, and so I just pulled up um, the YouTube live video, not live, uh, but I had some watch later stuff, 
Um, and I put on Matt from Scale Builders Guild's video of it and kind of listened to uh, him talk about the truck and just how massive it is. And, uh, man, I've just liked some of the scale details that they've got going on with it. Uh, so the, the, he was the first one that mentioned, and I hadn't been able to look at all the specs of it yet because I'd been working, uh, which is also... Um, working stuff that I've been doing is why I, I had to miss the RC conspiracies last week. I did one shoot that was Tuesday, Wednesday, all day, drove all the way to Baltimore Wednesday night, um, did a shoot there, uh, the next morning, then drove all the way back. So just really long days, um, as well as when I was at the hotel room, I was doing other work, uh, for another contract I'm on and putting in hours there. So just long days, like you would not believe. Anyway, so I didn't get to watch all the stuff. I did watch the video. I didn't read all the specs on it. But he was talking about the battery tray being bottom loading. And I'm like, wait, I thought that the last one kind of shoved in from the back. So this must be something new. Um, and so I'm looking at that. The, the one thing, and it's part of what's going on with all these scale trucks, and I love the scale look, but it definitely is getting harder to, it's not as easy to get in and work on them. Hopefully you don't have to do it very often. Um, they've got like a fifth scale servo in here. So hopefully that thing will last forever <laughs> with this kind of a truck. Um, I don't usually have to change motor and ESC combos. I don't usually have them burn up in my trucks. Um, so pretty good there. So that, I mean, that is the good part of it. Those things that are tucked away are things that maybe we, hopefully we won't have to deal with, uh, very often. I say that, but I do brush ones I've burned up more, but not these bigger brushless systems in my crawler. I burn them up, but that's from going in water and doing stupid stuff with them. Um, but yeah, I really haven't had electronics go. I've just changed them out if I wanted a uh, different kind of power in my trucks. Anyway. It is a lot of screws to get in there to take the body panels off. The body is a one-piece body, um, which I'm okay with. That doesn't bother me. Um, but you do have to remove it all in order to take it off. And so it's not a flip top or anything like that, which does, you know, hopefully make it more rigid. Uh, overall, the details that they've put into this with the cage and all of that are pretty fantastic. Um, it is a bottom loading tray. I am not a fan of trays like that. I just find them to be more cumbersome and time consuming to get it out and ready and, and run and all of that. However, I do like this idea of the drop in that they're doing with this. Um, it looks in the videos that I've seen to not be too big of a pain and it looks like a pretty beefy aluminum plate so and the way that it locks in with that little pull from the back doesn't feel like it should pop open easily um, so I do like that because we like to send these kind of trucks and the massive air and having it hit and batteries dropping down on that you know you the worry is will they pop out but it looks pretty pretty beefy the way that they've done it um, again officially licensed Brenthal trophy truck and they've got the King shocks body as well um, the drop on the uh, the suspension just looks unreal, uh, super scale looking um, with the trailing arm. The, the rear suspension, the Traveler is just unreal with it. it does come with two sets of LEDs in the front, um, which look good. I'm not a big light person, but they do look good. 
Um, and I find that about a lot of them that come already with them on. I do think it looks good when there are lights already there. It's not something I personally would go and add. It's got the dual uh, scale rear tires which are uh, and wheels. They're actually usable. You can actually switch out the tires and wheels if you do start burning them up. Um, and so that's awesome to see. But um, it's a really, really impressive truck. That's one of the new releases announced last week. Um, I'm already looking at what I can sell <laughs> to get some money uh, to get one of these. So I've got quite a few RCs in my stable here, and I can definitely afford to let some go just for space and to be able to try out new things uh, because you guys like to see the newer trucks on the channel. So I need to try and find a way to get this. Um, it's 900 bucks, so I think the price went up a little bit. But they've put in quite a bit of upgrades, and it is a very impressive truck. Uh, now can handle 8S, um, and they've made some other adjustments too. Apparently, this is not just a, uh, you know, reskin of the 1.0 with you know Spectrum stuff. They went bigger with things, and they've redone the front suspension and some of that lengthening it. I think as well to get a little bit more scale body, which is really cool. Because the bodies on these definitely look a whole lot better than on the 1.0. The proportions are just there right now. So that's cool. Uh, another thing was announced is the uh, Enduro, the Element RC Enduro Gatekeeper Builders Kit. And um, this is an intriguing vehicle. Going back to the whole cage design and things scale, this is another caged, caged vehicle. Um kind of like the Super Baja Ray was, but take away those things that I said kind of as, you know, little setbacks for me personally. Um, and, and it's not everybody. Not everybody hates having to take all the body panels off to work on things. I, I just have so many cars right now that it's a deterrent from me getting in and actually fixing something that might be wrong um, because there's just too many other things to do with the videos, podcasts, keeping up with the RCs, making sure they're running, fixing broken stuff, yada, yada, yada. So um, anyway, this is an interesting take on what I would have called a rock racer, but they're just calling it a crawler trail truck. Now, it is a caged truck, but it does sit on the C-channel frame of their Enduro, uh, but it's been modified to have trailing arms um, and different suspension. And they've actually went with the... Um, the team race team suspension on here even they've got the nicer shocks uh so that was really cool to see that they did that um they really were going for the per performance here um they've done some other things like it looks like they put the steering links behind the axle so it's not like straight out front like typically in a crawler. So that's interesting as well. It's just a little bit laid out differently. Um, and one of the cool things is it is a flip top cage. So you pull two pins out of the back and the whole thing flips forward and lets you access all of those internals so easily. So caged trucks that I've got recently would be... Um, what have I got? We got the boys have the two axial race. I've had to drop out the bottom of that a couple times to get in and work on the motor. It's not a big deal, but it'd be a whole lot easier to flip top it out uh, and get in there. Um, 
what else? Uh, the bomber, and I took that apart. Oof. I've been trying to keep the bomber like I have so many AR sixty based trucks that I have a lot of money into. And I was trying to keep the bomber more of like a keep it at, at cost almost vehicle. So I bought a new brushed motor for it so I could keep all the electronics, not spend a whole lot more in it. Um, and I've had to switch it out like three times. Uh, I started with a um, a five pole motor instead of three. And I thought it was a, you know, 15, t uh, 15 turn. Oh, five slot, not five pole. I, I do that all the time. Anyway, it's a five. It was a five slot. So basically, it was like I took out a, thir a thirty-five turn motor and I stuck in another thirty-five turn motor. I think it was a sixteen. It was a team associated or reedy one. Um, not any faster. So I had to take it apart and put in another one. I think which was a fifteen turn reedy, but it was a three slot, and that was much faster. But then I went to Axial Fest and the rules said that you couldn't have anything below a 20 turn. So I took it apart and put it in an Axial 20 turn. And it's just like, man, now just in brush motors, I could have like done some kind of nice upgrade just because of the amount that I've spent, <laughs> I've spent changing out the motors on this thing. Not to mention the time. I definitely know the inner workings now of getting into the, uh, the bomber. And it's really not that painful on that one, the way that the transmission plate drops out. But even back in the day, like, so I look at this and I think of the Viterra Twin Hammers and how I didn't like that style truck. Or the, um, even like the WL Toys ones, like the knockoff clone ones of that. Because getting in on those ones especially, I'd had one of them and um, the servo went bad. The kids crashed it weird. And, I mean, I, we were having, with those type, there's only one that was the clone of that, but we were having a lot of trouble with servos with those if we hit a, hit a fence or whatever or clipped something a little bit. Um, and getting in to change that one out was a pain in the butt. Uh, so I do love what Element has done here with this flip top. They've done some other interesting things with the way that the shocks mount and the little system there. It gives you lots of tunability. Um, overall, an interesting-looking truck. They kept it narrow so that it would fit on the trails like the rest of the trail trucks, but have kind of that cool caged body. It looks like we've gone into the era of the plastic molded helmet drivers. Um, I kind of I wish we were going more in the direction of the original Wraith style design with the seats and you get to put your characters in and you could, you know, give it a little of your flair. But that doesn't seem to be the direction that we're going. Um, these are molded, and it's all right. They look good. And I think that about all of them, you know, it, it makes them all look good. So if somebody doesn't realize that they're supposed to put a driver in it, well, there's a driver in it already, so you're good to go. Um, you know, the transmission, these are interesting because it does have the setup where you, uh, so they're like stealth transmission, I think they call it, but you can adjust the um, overdrive front on it gearing there's dual gears in there for front rear and you can set it up and clock it a little different right in that center transmission for pushing overdrive to the front which is interesting um, I actually just was reading up about that and then I saw that it was in this transmission as well I've been looking at some of the element stuff kind of getting back into the crawlers a little bit and uh, 
mainly because I got this TF2, which just has blown my mind. I just really like it. Um, and the SCX Gen 3 and Axial Fest. Um, I need to get the SCX Gen 3 working again. I got to figure out why it's cogging, glitching, weirdness. Um, it was a kit, so all of that has nothing to do with Axial. It has to do with the electronics that I've put in it and them not cooperating with each other. And uh, I do have the 550 axe motor in there, and I heard that those can get interference when they're right next to the servo, which in all crawlers, it seems like they are right next to the servo. So unless you have like a Wraith, I don't know what that truck is, what that motor is for, because so many of them put the trans, put the, the motor now where it'll be close to the, uh, the servo. Anyway, got to deal with that. Um, and so I probably just have to swap out. I'm not excited about it because it drove so good for two straight days and then it just went nuts. Um, but I'm kind of getting back into it. So I, I was looking at the element stuff and I thought that they were just coming out with a new shock mounting system when John Schultz was posting pictures of these, like the shock hoops. And um, I'm like, this is interesting. I wonder why, why he's you know, putting pictures of that up. And then the next day they have the gatekeeper. Um, but they did have the box, like the Area 51 box and all that. So that was um, kind of telling that something was coming. But, um, yeah, anyway, it's been a pretty decent week as far as news goes. Uh, I still haven't watched um, Skill News Update by Harley Designs. That's something I usually check out every Tuesday morning. Um, I just haven't stopped to do that yet today. I will give that a check in a bit. It's still a bit early here, so... I have plenty of time to get to that and get all my work done and uh, get ready for RC Conspiracies tonight. So uh, lots of little things going on and um, yeah, I'm excited about going into this fourth quarter of 2020. One, let's get it over with. Two, I think there's a lot more coming from the RC industry uh, that'll be hitting for Christmas. So that's really cool to hear. But... Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of While My Batteries Charge, guys. Uh, be sure to charge those batteries up. Be safe with them. Get out there. Rip them. Get them in storage mode and uh, package safely away uh, in the way that you do it. So I do use the bat safes now. I got the XLs. I have two of them. Um, however, if one of them goes up, there's going to be a lot of money going because there's a lot of batteries in each of them. So... It could be problematic, but all I care about is keeping my house safe and my family safe. And so uh, if I burn up a bunch of batteries because they're all together, then so be it, as long as uh, it contains the fire. Anyway, on that note, we're going to check out, guys. Have fun RCing. Catch you next time.